Within a podcast. <coughs> oh, my throat. Can't do it. <laughs> Where we watch movies referenced and scream. Uh, I am Luke Patrick. And I'm Jackie Salagi. And uh, this week we watched, um, well. Scream. Scream. Uh, Jump scare. The one- ah! Ah! <laughs> what the fuck? It's Sam. Yeah, I'm back, baby. Sam's here. Oh Newly minted God. dad and local menace, Sam Siegel here. <laughs> Making us act out the title of the movie we watched. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Doing a quick uh, quick little scream test. Fuck yeah, dude. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, hey. It's uh, been a minute. Yeah, I think it's been like nine weeks. It's actually been more than that, uh, because the last time I watched a movie for a podcast was November 24th. Damn. Oh, wow. It has been a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute. Uh, well, welcome back. I am so stoked to have you back. Um, hey, hey, glad to be back. Yeah. Uh, so, folks, this is the final Horror Hut. Big thanks to Jackie for uh, schlepping podcasts with us. Um, it's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad because, yeah, it's been it's been a minute since we had the classic Hanksy. So thank you so much for, uh, for doing it. And uh, as mentioned, for the finale of Horror Hut, we did watch Scream, but not the one you're thinking. No, no, no. We didn't do Scream the OG because uh, Sam's seen that one and hasn't seen all the movies referenced in Scream. So a rewatch would have been, uh. Sort of pointless from Sam's perspective. <laughs> it, it would have been pretty much nothing for me. Yeah, exactly. So instead, we did watch Scream, the requel, which you might also know it as Scream 5, but it's just called Scream. I So I I was looking at this. I was looking at the, um, where is it, the poster? Yeah. Pretty closely. And what they, what they did with the M is that they kind of made the middle of the M kind of deeper, like a V for five. So I think really what it is, is scream vroom. Scream vroom. I like it. Scream vroom. Scream vroom. I fully expected them to just turn the S into a five. So it would be five cream? Five cream? Yeah. That, <laughs> I mean, you could arguably say that it is scream five of Scream five mm-hmm. of them. I like five cream the best. Five, five cream is excellent, exquisite, <laughs> really. So anyway, we watched that one. We watched the requel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sam, I get to ask a question that I haven't asked in a super long time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. How was your watch, my dude? My watch had a baby in it. Oh my! Um, which is which is new, uh, a, a new sort of horizon for this show. Um, is uh, watching with a with an infant. Mm. Um, so uh, I I had seen scream sc- scream vroom before. Yeah. Um. Uh, and so you know wasn't wasn't too worried about missing out on anything with the old baby. Yeah. And um, I got pretty bored. <laughs> and then I had and then I had to pause the movie so that I could uh, prepare to feed my son. And there was an hour left and I was I was <laughs> so, so sad. And Luke, let me let me tell you. You know how we pretty frequently end up in in a situation where we're watching a movie and it's dull as hell and we've got too much time left? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that situation, you got you got to get you a hungry baby, um, <laughs> because that makes the rest of the movie 
fly by. Because you just feed the baby. And, like, you kind of pay half attention to the movie. And you pay more attention to getting the food and your baby. And then burping the baby. And then kind of talking to the baby. And the movie's happening. Mm -hmm. But... It's not even necessarily happening to you anymore. So you you got to get you a hungry baby just to, you know, have on hand. Yeah, a, some sort of, hung, like, maybe I can Uber a hungry baby to my house, like a Uber Eats. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but instead of delivering food, it delivers an infant that needs feeding. Yeah, Uber feeds. Uber feeds. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, this is a totally new horizon for this podcast. Oh, it is. This is this is I love that we will transition fully into 50% dad pod. Mm-hmm. Uh because I can't contribute anything as as a guy as a childless man. Mm-hmm. Um so the most we'll ever hit is 50%, but I think we're already on the precipice of 50% uh right out of the gate. Well, I'm considering that uh, I, since this episode started, I've been a dad the whole time. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm still here at the moment. So right now. Yeah, so it's like one third. Yeah, 33.33 repeating, of course. 33333333. But yeah, as soon as this episode is over and it is purely y'all, then we'll be up to 50. Yeah, a full 50%. I'm really excited. Unless. Unless. Luke, Unless. you start to shrink um, mm. in in physical stature uh, until you are then smaller than me, at which point I believe the podcast would become 51% dad. Ooh. Man, I think I already have the title for this one, and it's going to be like kind of a generic like Horror Hut finale, Sam is back, or something like that. Uh-huh. Peep it. Uh, but I just wish I, 51% dad is maybe the best title <laughs> <laughs> we've ever come up with. I mean, I'm glad that I can come at a, at a, uh, uh, my, my leave of absence. Yeah. You know, n- not, not with a brick. Yeah. Firing on all cylinders. No, um, de- definitely not. A hundred percent. No. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad that you had a hungry baby to get you through the rest of the watch. I think mm-hmm. you'll be pleasantly surprised at how things align in the review section based okay. on what you've said. But uh, I also get to ask Jackie, how was your watch? Um, it was fine. It was on a very small screen yeah. um, mm-hmm. because we were in a hotel room on yeah. a laptop. <laughs> so mm-hmm. and trying laptop. to find okay. like a comfortable way to watch a movie on a laptop on in a hotel room is like i'm sure most oh, people don't. have had to do that but yeah i don't think there is a comfortable way it's, to do that yeah there's really not yeah so and i think this is only the second time that's ever happened on this podcast from from my end because mm-hmm. sam you've you've explored screens in a couple oh. of scenarios I've I've gone on some adventures. Yeah, like you did the VR headset for. Uh... I, no, I did, I haven't done VR yet. I'm oh, too okay. scared of that. And also at this point, um, my usage of screens is degrading my eyes such that I don't know that VR would be a good idea for like a two and a half hour film. Sure. Um. So you're saying the metaverse is not for you at the moment? Probably not. Yeah. Because uh, I would have to fit my glasses in there now. And I feel like that that would be complicated. <laughs> yeah. No, so uh, I did more of like a sort of sensory deprivation tank kind of situation where I set it up on a tablet in a dark room while I was in a tub. Yeah. And then I'm also <laughs> thinking about Catch Me If You Can when you famously rotated a new to a new device. Uh, yeah. Every 30 minutes. Every 30 uh, minutes. <laughs> as my uh, neck progressively seized up. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you'll remember, I uh, we recorded that while I was wearing a suit and I couldn't turn my head to the right. Yeah, I do remember that. That was an eternity ago, my guy. It really, really was. Yeah, back in the Hanks era. But anyway, I, on my end of things, I think the only other, other time a small screen has come into the picture was in Rock Springs, Wyoming. Uh, in another Famously a place 
where you were too cowardly to go to a hibachi on my dollar. <laughs> yeah, to the well, they're extenuating circumstances, but um, yeah. So <laughs> the offer still stands, folks. Mm-hmm. If you're in Rock Springs, Wyoming, and you want to go to the bitchin' hibachi grill that's there, and I, I believe it's the only one, so you're not gonna mistake it for a different one. But it would be fucking insane mm-hmm. if there was more than one hibachi in what sounds, from what you've described, to be a half-horse town. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming. Uh, but yeah, folks, if you want to go over there, government government rules. No alcohol, less than 100 mm-hmm. bucks. Uh, give us yeah. your receipt and a review, and Sam and I will cover, we'll comp your meal. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, but you, yeah. So re- receipt, a review, and like a, I don't know, like a cash app thing mm-hmm. or like a, yeah. a way for us to reimburse you. And, and if uh, you're thinking you can cheat this, no, you got to go to Rock Springs, Wyoming. We will not accept mm-hmm. any other hibachi. And we'll check. I'll call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah. So watch small screen. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, this is all that's there to report on. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is weird. Do we want to do the plot or should we just say fuck it? How about this? Yeah. How about I give you 40 seconds? Okay. To to do the plot, your time starts now. It's a scream movie. There are some murders. It's a whodunit. It turns out to be two people, one of whom is the love interest. Uh, the big difference in this one is that the kind of main character slash survivor girl is the daughter of original killer Billy Loomis, and she hallucinates him, and she likes to stab people, so she ends up killing the killer because she's also a killer. It's great. That's, like, my favorite moment in the movie. Where am I at? Okay. Uh, you did that in less than 30 seconds. Cool. Nice. So, yeah. Love it. 20, 29. Nice. Hell, yeah. That's the plot out of the way. Folks, it is just a Scream movie, but it's a reboot. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. So I Which guess- I have many thoughts on, but we can- Yeah, we'll dig into that. I'm going to start with you, Jackie. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of this one? We're doing one word. Yeah, in one word. This is hard. I could only get it down to like four words earlier. So I'm going to make up a word. And I don't okay. know if it'll translate verbally, but I know how it's spelled in my head. Uh, okay. Which is meta. Like meta, but eh. <laughs> oh, meta. Yes, exactly. I gotcha. Meta. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. It's meta. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sam, over to you. Repetitive. Repetitive. Uh, I'm going to say this movie is disappointing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. <laughs> review section over. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I, I'm glad I could come back to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a real treat. Gonna go feed a baby or something, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't fucking know, but. Uh, yeah. Seems like we're um, all wrapped up here. Yeah, I guess we should fill more than 13 minutes talking about Scream. Yeah, this one was weird because... Um, so Jackie and I had seen it. Didn't we see it in theaters? We saw it in theaters, and we liked it. Yeah, we liked I, it a lot. I really enjoyed it the first time. But original Scream, not Scream from... Or, what, or Five Cream. Five Cream. Um <laughs> Original Scream has gotten better and brought me more joy every time I have rewatched it. This mm-hmm. one, first time really enjoyed it. Second time, kind of crashed and burned from that height. I don't, and yeah. I have been thinking since I watched it about why, and I have some thoughts, but mostly it just, it doesn't have the staying power. It doesn't have the depth and the layers to get past knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, now, we, yeah, go for it. Uh, see, I'm frankly impressed that even though you watched it last night, that you've hung on to this flick for that long because <laughs> I watched this, I think, Thursday, and it's gone. <laughs> I don't remember a goddamn thing from this movie. I remember 
contextual things from the like five notes that I wrote down before I wrote I'm bored and then I fed my son. <laughs> yeah. Um that's it. I don't I don't remember jack shit about this and, Which is exactly and I the haven't problem. tried. Yeah, I think that's the issue. Um and it, it, I more than that, I think the problem is uh in your case Sam, you didn't have a good time. So you don't even have like fond memories, fond vague memories. Uh, no, like a rock star reminiscing about the early seventies. Like you don't have like, mm-hmm. <laughs> specific memories, but a very fond happiness related to it. Uh, it's just sort of empty. It's an empty storage unit, is what you've got. Yeah, but it, it's kind of the same thing because the first time I watched it, I enjoyed it. I thought yeah. it was a, a fun time. Uh, and then this time, the most exciting moment for me was when I went, "Oh, hey, that's right." He's the murderer, and she's the murderer. Mm-hmm. And then I, I patted myself on the back for remembering who the killers were. Yeah. And then pretty quickly checked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had to feed a baby. Uh, so Yeah, I mean, I, I could have paused the movie, but um, mm, this why, is, why would I do that? Yeah, that is... Not how we operate on Hanksy Panksy. These trains only move in one direction mm-hmm. these days. I do like that, uh, you know, before I would have said, you know, if I was going to do something real distracting for yeah. like half an hour to 45 minutes that I would pause the flick, you know, out of respect. Now, though, I think I get to rewrite the rules and say, yeah, I do have to do that unless feeding mm-hmm. a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm doing baby stuff, doesn't count. I, I can do baby stuff to my heart's content. Yeah, I think that's fair, which is why I'm going to Uber feeds a baby mm-hmm. to my house uh, whenever we watch a movie now. So the next time Keanu does, gets like hoodwinked into doing some really bad indie flick. Yeah, Generation Um, um 2. Generation Um, the sequel. Uh, then I'm just going to Uber feeds a baby. And then mm-hmm. do that. So I, too, can partake in the baby rules. Yeah, um, I, w- I would actually recommend more than one baby if we're watching Generation Um to Um Harder. <laughs> I, have a, uh, I have a question. Uh, uh-huh. Kind of going backwards a little bit, back to the review sh- section. Um, uh-huh. Does said baby have an opinion on Five Cream? Yeah, what's the wee baby Keanu think about Five Cream? Oh, I don't think he fucking noticed. So he's still at an age where, like, his vision at best is, uh, like a 480p blur. <laughs> um, so, like, take. So take, like, a 480p, like, CRT TV, right? Yeah. Um, and then do too many quaaludes and <laughs> spin around. And that. As near as I can tell, basically approximates my son's sort of visual acuity. Gotcha. So, uh, <laughs> the concept that he could clock anything on that screen uh, and form an opinion about it, I don't I don't think it's happening. Yeah. Um, well, well I, I, guess I would like to think, though. Yeah. That he, too, would have been bored. And this is someone for whom a movie... <laughs> is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mean you, you mean there's a story in the TV? Yeah. This is this is an, a totally new concept to him, and I think he would still be kind of bored. Yeah, probably. It, if he could talk, he'd probably look up at you and say, "This one's a little repetitive and derivative of the others." I think mm-hmm. uh, it's the menace is sort of up its own butt. Yeah, and he'd one. know about the others without even having seen them. Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, shit, I was going to say something about that. Now I'm just thinking about wee baby uh, movie critic Keanu. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is going to be an interesting segment. What'd the baby think as things yeah. move forward? Uh, it is going to get uh, real interesting when he's like old enough to like understand what's happening and he invariably asks uh, his mom, uh, why does dad keep hurting himself with movies? <laughs> <laughs> why does dad do this if it makes him so angry and sad? 
Yeah. Um, and it's one of life's great mysteries. I don't know why I do this. It's yeah. I mean, we ask ourselves that a lot, and we I guess we will next week when we dig back into the over of Keanu. Mm-hmm. with something i couldn't even tell you what the movie is oh fuck man i i have steered very clear of his imdb page yeah um i well i looked at it once to count how many weeks it would be before we hit john wick 2 and it mm. was depressingly long god. too many weeks god damn yeah. um yeah so with the uh, with the caveat that you have sort of a big empty storage unit related to this flick Mm-hmm. Um, I do have like questions that I wrote down. Questions are groovy. I mean, Jackie and I spent so like full disclosure, we're very tired. We went on a like blast trip up to the beautiful northwest side of our state uh, yesterday, and then spent the three hour drive home. Well, a huge chunk of it, mostly talking about five cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we've sort of hashed out a lot of the details. So I would love a fresh perspective, Sam. Mm, okay. On sort of what you're what you're thinking about re this movie. Okay. Uh like the questions I wrote down? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um So at the beginning of the movie, they're they're aping the beginning of the first movie. Yeah. Uh with uh Tara. Yeah. And she's making something. And then what she does is while she's on the phone, she puts a bowl into the kitchen sink and then pours the uh pot of whatever she's making into that bowl. So what I want to know is what is she making and why did she pour it into a bowl in the sink? Hmm. Hmm. See, this I, is... Yeah. I'm very hung up on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it a bowl and not like a strainer or something? It was a big metal bowl, like a, like a mixing bowl. Hmm. And she takes a pot. What you're saying is that she takes a pot of something... Mm-hmm. And pours it into the bowl in the sink. Yes, and then never returns to it because she she gets busy being stabbed or whatever. Yeah, but uh, but she, she didn't seem to have like a plan for it after that. <laughs> yeah, so the stabbing was irrelevant. There was no game plan related to this meal to begin with. No, it didn't look like someone who was as I think Jackie was maybe trying to get at straining pasta to put it back into the the pot. To toss with uh, perhaps like a like a uh, like a craft uh, yeah, dinner. That's that's uh, cheese where dust. my mind went. Yeah, but orange no. powder. Yeah, yeah, no. Hmm. Okay, because that's what the mind thinks of, right? Like you got a big mm-hmm. pot of something, you're dumping it into the sink. You think pasta, save that pasta water. It's good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, actually, a quick non sequitur. This is going to happen, I think, kind of a lot. Um. We've talked, we've mentioned the mac and cheese dust, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so the wee baby Keanu um, drinks at night a um, a non dairy formula. Okay. Um, that smells putrid, and mm-hmm. it and it took it took McKenna and me quite some time to figure out what what is the particular stink of this formula, and it is in fact. Mac and cheese powder. It smells exactly like mac and cheese powder, <laughs> which is so so much of an off-putting smell when it is a in a liquid that is not supposed to have dairy in it and does not in fact have dairy in it, and b is coming from your son's mouth in the form of a burp. <laughs> <laughs> so my joke is going to be that you're feeding your son the wee baby Keanu. Bottle after bottle of uh, Kraft mac and cheese dust. Mm-hmm. But essentially, that's what you've said you're doing. Yeah, but without... I mean, it's got some, like, important shit in there. So yeah. His, so his brain does good or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm a responsible dad. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you're, you're feeding your kid his daily dose of... Kraft uh, Soylent. Kraft Soylent. Yeah. 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 So I, it's otherworldly. I gotta tell you, because it, it, it's because once we like once it clicked for us that like oh it smells like mac and cheese powder, it smells like fucking mac and cheese powder. I mean like it's it's powerful. So and this it's is fucking rank. There's yeah. There's an obvious question here, which is how big a fan? Okay, preface. How big a fan of mac and cheese 
were you before all of big, this? Big. Big time fan of Kraft I, Mac and Cheese. Well, not Kraft. I actually don't like Kraft Mac and Cheese, but okay. I do love a good Mac and Cheese, even a pre-packaged one. So, how do you feel about it now? Still love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. it's still good. I'm just going to, like, look at it sideways. Yeah, you're going to, it's going to smell like infant burp for mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, for a bit. I'll I'll still eat that shit up though. So yeah, um, what was she making? Yeah, I wanted to dig back into this. I don't want to let this go yet. Yeah, because okay. So what else could you have in a? I'm thinking like one pot dishes like gumbo, 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 gumbo. Um, maybe like a chili mm. or something. But here's the confusing part. Because all those make sense. One pot, that's how you make it. Mm-hmm. It's the dump into the sink maneuver. Dump it to a bowl in the sink. And it was not... Here's here's the other problem with gumbo, 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 or chili. Is that it? the pot wasn't big enough for a gumbo, 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 or a chili. Yeah, how big a pot was no, this? I remember the pot. The pot was like... Like a normal saucepan pot, not oh. like a yeah. stew pot I would, I, or something. Yeah, I would call it like a like a pasta boiling pot. Yeah, for like a one person batch of pasta, like yeah. not even necessarily like you're feeding multiple people with this pasta. Yeah, two so, three people tops. Hmm. Hmm. What the fuck was she making? For a little bit, I thought it was hot cocoa, um, because it looked to me. It may have just been the lighting. It looked to me that the spoon that she was stirring it with was coming out brown. Hot cocoa brown. Yeah. But then she poured it into a bowl that she placed in the sink. <laughs> which is You don't not do that when you're making you traditionally hot cocoa? do with hot cocoa. <laughs> so I can't I can't figure out what it what it could even but gravy? <laughs> could it have just been a pot of gravy? <laughs> Soup broth? That she's, like, planning to do something more with? Jackie, mm. holy shit! She was making pho! Mm. Oh. Now we're talking. Because she, she had the broth, and then, as you do with pho, you put it into a giant fucking bowl. Yeah. So that you, you can put all your pho accoutrement yeah. into. Um, yeah, I think I think that's it. Hey, she was going to... Yeah, yeah, okay. She's making pho. Uh, yeah. Why didn't Ghostface ask any of this? Hey, what are you doing with that ball? I mean, if he's really trying to be OG Ghostface, he should have asked, what's that noise? What are you making? Yeah. Yeah. What are you making? Yeah. I just love if he'd called in and been like, I'm really hung up on this ball. (laughs) Why did did you pour the stuff in the pot into the bowl that you placed in the sink? That seems... (laughs) kind of gross first of all <laughs> what's your favorite t- well hang on <laughs> if you're okay I get that you're making pho but why don't you have any sort of mise en place going on with the pho like you, you don't have you're just it's just gonna get cold in the sink while you're getting your scallions and your cilantro and your mint your basil and your hoisin and your sriracha and whatever your protein of choice and your your rice noodles <laughs> and then your bean sprouts I don't I, why aren't those out on the counter <laughs> <laughs> Doors disarmed, <laughs> but it's just <laughs> so he can come in and help her cook. Yeah, he's like, uh, look, you I'll get it in here while it's hot, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. Uh, look, I'll I'll thinly slice the meat for you so it cooks nice and good, and yeah. you work on the the herbs. I already brought a knife. I've got the <laughs> knife. Don't worry about it. It's a good knife. Trust me, it'll it'll slice <laughs> through you like butter. Um, I was gonna say this. You've raised a very interesting point accidentally, I think, Sam, mm-hmm. which is that this whole opening scene is a callback to the first movie, the opening scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but down to the fact that it's not Jiffy Pop mm-hmm. is emblematic of everything wrong with this movie because Jiffy Pop, iconic. Uh, Speaking of Jiffy Pop, Luke, I gave you a mission. Oh, God uh, damn when it. I left. 
Did you ever consume any fucking Jiffy Pop? No, I didn't. Well, the plan was to do it when we rewatched the OG Scream, but then mm-hmm. we opted not to do that. So I kind of forgot about the Jiffy Pop. We did, I however, mean, it... get a popcorn maker yeah. as a present uh, mm. for uh, the holidays from my mom. Yeah. And we did make some popcorn with it. We made it was quite good. Amish popcorn, which yes. I know there's a lot of Amish listeners on the podcast. What the fuck is Amish popcorn? As best as we can figure, it's just popcorn. Mm. Uh, but it's from Amish country. But it's from Amish country. So this popcorn maker that you got, I'm curious yeah. about it. Is it like an automated popcorn maker? No. Or is it no, like no, a no, stovetop? No, 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 no. It's like a, imagine a fishbowl with a handle and a, a, like, lid that has holes in it and, like, a little cup that you can put something in. And you put the popcorn kernels in the fishbowl, you put the lid on, and you put butter in the Mm -hmm. lid, and then you stick it in the microwave for three minutes, and the popcorn pops and the butter melts onto it as it pops. Yeah. Um, Okay. And then you have a goldfish bowl full of popcorn. Yeah. Okay. Don't and recommend putting it... a goldfish inside the bowl while no. you're popping the popcorn. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. Not tell people how to live their lives. True. Yeah. Just yeah, don't yeah. recommend it. We're not like outlawing it or anything. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go for it, if you want to fry up Goldie mm-hmm. with your popcorn, <laughs> cook Goldie from the fucking inside out. <laughs> Yeah. So does it make good popcorn? Oh, yeah. It was very good. Yeah, it's exceptional. Nice. We had to play Better. around with like the toppings, though, because like uh-huh. regular butter doesn't go very far on popcorn. What we're used to is movie theater butter, which is not butter. I don't know if yeah. our listeners it's... are aware of this, but it's like this weird oil and powder mixture. Yeah, it's got yeah. diacetyl in it. Like it's it's mostly diacetyl and olive oil or something. Like It looks like... Um, if you mixed oil and piss. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's but it tastes like, like an unhealthy yellow. Yeah. It does look like, because we have a bottle of it that we acquired because of the Amish popcorn. Uh, and Sam, your, your description is distressingly accurate. <laughs> you know... I do what I can. Yeah, because I was just imagining if I produced something of that color mm-hmm. during a standard trip to the bathroom, it would be an, like an ambulance. I'm not driving yeah. myself anywhere. And consistency. I feel yeah. like if you yeah. produce something of that consistency, too, that's you go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, immediately calling 911. Uh, and then if if you described what had just happened to the operator... They would audibly say, oh, shit. We're uh, sending a helicopter. Yeah. It's like, oh, but I live like five minutes away. They go, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not we can't ta- <laughs> We can't take you to a hospital in state. We got to take you to the fucking Mayo <laughs> Clinic. Yeah. You're pissing movie theater popcorn butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's no That good. shouldn't be possible. Yeah. Um, but what I was saying is basically just this movie is a lot of callbacks to that a lot of substance because the original Jiffy Pop fucking classic Mm -hmm. and emblematic of that era. And then in this one, she's making pho, which we had Mm -hmm. to deduce. Yeah. It should be more obvious that she's making pho. And she also, again, like I know I'm kind of harping on this a lot. She should have a fucking plan. Like she should have a mise en place going on for because like with pho you gotta act quick, baby. Yeah. Uh, you can't just like will dump it into a bowl in the sink, which again is disgusting, and <laughs> and then just kind of willy nilly, you know, traipse back and forth from the fridge to your fucking sink bowl. It's a ter- <laughs> that's a way to get undercooked meat in your cold pho. Yeah, just just not good. So mm-hmm. her night was pretty fucked before the stabbing began. Yeah, I would say that the stabbing improved the arc of her evening. <laughs> yeah, something to do, you know? Something uh, something besides making cold, undercooked meat pho. Mm-hmm. Um, and having the, the shits, something fierce after. Yeah. Yeah. What else you got? What other oh, questions? Uh, 
Let's see. What's the scariest movie you've ever seen? Mm. That's a great question. I have an answer off the cuff, but I'm really curious what yours is, Jackie. Um, so the thing, this movie that scared me the most as far as like months of actual nightmares go was mm-hmm. The Ring. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that it's possible to answer objectively scariest movie, but uh, The Ring did something to my brain that did not mm. go well. Yeah. So it didn't make sense. Even at the time, I was like, why was that scary? <laughs> All and right. Yet, yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, sometimes. That's how fear works, man. Yeah. yeah. You don't know why you enjoy a roller coaster. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just something about it. Uh, and sometimes scary movies just scare the piss out of you. And it's because mm-hmm. mine is kind of the same vein of like, everything the stars must have aligned maybe mercury was in uh retrograde or something mm-hmm. uh because i watched the conjuring here's how it went down i had a friend over and my whole like horror journey kind of started with this evening of watching the conjuring mm-hmm. uh, we went to Redbox. i want to say well that dates it yeah to date <laughs> this experience um and rented a dvd uh, that or was on Netflix back when Netflix like had movies. Um, Either way, it really is like a time frozen in amber. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there, yeah. there is there's a brief period in in a, in human history where you would not go to a blockbuster and you would not stream it, but instead you would go to a fucking kiosk outside the local Kroger. <laughs> Yeah. And ask it to dispense a DVD for you. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, I hope Redbox is still doing okay. I hope they got like a couple kiosks <laughs> somewhere in the city. They <laughs> tried to launch their own streaming service. Oh, really? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I imagine that went poorly. Yeah, they tried to literally pivot to video, um, to video streaming. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, cue it up. Uh, my friend is there. Love it. I'm having the best time watching this movie. Uh, but it is a haunting movie. Uh, so supernatural haunting in a haunted house kind of a scenario, which turns out is like my big trigger. Mm. Uh, my friend leaves and I go, ha ha, that was great for about 30 seconds. Then I realize I'm standing in my dark apartment in my kitchen Mm-hmm. And I am scared shitless. Um, so what do I do? I decide, well, I'm not going to be able to sleep because I'm going to think this ghost lady's going to fucking murk me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got as drunk as possible, hoping that it would knock me out. Okay. Not a healthy response. Don't do this. No. People. But what I did discover is that if you drink a lot when you're very scared, now you're just very drunk and very scared. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like it just compounds your issue. It did. Yeah, I thought I was going to be like, you know, I didn't really think it was going to like black out. I just hoped that it would like a little bit of wine would like smooth the edges. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Now you're just intoxicated and also shitting your pants because you're extremely afraid. Yeah. Um, so that was that was the scariest movie I've ever seen uh, as far as like viscerally making me very afraid but sam mm-hmm. we gotta ask you the same question what's a movie that gave yeah. you the willies it's not a movie um because i don't watch a lot of scary movies because i don't like to be scared i uh was watching the tv series hannibal uh mm-hmm. that uh, heavily featured as, as we all know and love uh mads mikkelson yeah mads um, mikkelson and uh there's an episode in the first season where there is a woman who has some sort of uh, uh, condition or mental illness. I don't really remember the details. Where she thought she was dead. Yeah. And she would hide under people's beds and then slash at their Achilles tendons when they approached their bed. Yeah. And this scared the ever-loving shit out of me. Mm. So that for weeks what I would do is instead of like, you know, walking up to my bed and climbing in, I would get like a couple feet away and leap into bed. Um, it, it just you know gotta gotta 
get out of arm's reach from the the un- under part of the bed. Yeah. So uh, and then I never watched Hannibal again. Mm. Uh, I understand it's a very good show. I will never ever watch it. That was yeah. a terrifying episode. I yeah. can't argue with that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want more Hannibal content, boy howdy, do we talk about that TV show <laughs> on the uh, Silence of the Lambs episode? Yep. Which Did we just you? released. Yeah. We went. We went into some detail about the Hannibal TV series. Mm. So. Uh, it's yeah. come up a couple times. Yeah, we talked about uh, some of the gore on Hannibal at one point, and the fact that the network cared more about the uh, butt crack than the flayed musculature of the corpses. Yeah, did you see the episode so. where they turned the guy k- turns people's backs into angel wings, like he flays them and makes the skin look like angel wings? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, there was a little bit of exp- like a plumber's crack. Mm-hmm. sort of exposed and apparently the network was like hang on no 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 no. we can't air this and they're like oh okay is it the gore and the network was like gore who gives a shit about that you got butt crack so what, they had to cover a, the butt crack with fake blood what a uniquely american thing <laughs> <laughs> because i've i've uh you know you luke you and i are big fans of uh, the worst idea of all time a yeah. podcast hosted by a couple couple of New Zealanders. And uh, it, when they do their annual episode with the McElroy brothers of Till Death Do Us Blart, they were talking about how um, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 is, you know, like a kid's movie and has a lot of guns in it. And yeah. how that's fucking weird that this kid's movie has a lot of guns in it. And they were asking the McElroy brothers, hey, uh, d- does that stick out to you as something weird? And let me tell you, Luke, I don't clock it anymore, and I fucking should. <laughs> yeah. That's a great point about a lot of American media. Yeah. Yeah. That, we are like, A-OK with violence. Yeah. Hate sex. Hate sex, love the violence. Like, if Clifford had a gun, um, mm-hmm. Clifford the Big Red Dog had mm-hmm. a gun. Yeah. Uh, Clifford's Big Red Glock. Clifford's <laughs> Big Red Glock. Would probably take me a minute. I would just think they're doing a gun safety episode. Mm-hmm. But if you saw Clifford's Big Red Cock, you yeah. th- that's not airing. Yeah, that's not getting anywhere near the old Mm-mm. PBS. Um, no. Yeah. Shit, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a great question, though. Cause, oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any others that have scared me, but that that was the big one. Yeah, that we've watched together, definitely hereditary. Oh, hereditary is scary um, as shit. Terrifying. Yeah, but for like completely different reasons. Yeah, um, I was really easily scared as a kid, so like lots of things scared the hell out of me. There's a short mm-hmm. story that uh, still sticks with me to this day. One of the mm. scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh, any oh, listeners yeah. who remember those? Um, yeah. 90s the- kids member. Oh, yeah. Uh, Harold was the name of the story. It was the scarecrow one. And it was terrifying. And I remember that one. It's these two guys that live on a farm, make a scarecrow, and there's like a neighbor that they don't like. So they name it after their neighbor and then abuse the scarecrow because mm-hmm. they're like taking out their frustration on their from their neighbor on the scarecrow. And then they start hearing it pacing on the roof at night. And they're like, oh, shit, we've been abusing this humanoid thing that is now apparently able to move on its own. That can't be good. Um, Let's get out of here. And they leave and then they like get some distance and are like, shit, we forgot our milking stool. One of us has to go back and get it. I'm like, fuck the milking stool, man. (laughs) Gotta get the milking stool. (laughs) So one of them. Goes back to get it, and the other one waits a while, and his brother doesn't turn up, and he looks back at the farm in the distance and sees something in, you know, tiny in the distance, pacing on the roof, and then pauses to stretch a bloody skin to dry in the sun. And that's the end of the story, and I didn't sleep. Yeah. Huh. Like, ever again. Um, Well, that's fun. mm -hmm. I have a dovetail question. Okay. Since this is, this is this is the finale of Horror mm-hmm. Hut, yeah, let's dig into some Horror Hut meta stuff. 
okay. for a second, which is, uh, Jackie, what's the scariest movie that we watched during the course of Horror Hut, do you reckon? Ooh, It's kind of hard, because we watched a bunch of, like, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Yeah. We didn't get to The Exorcist, which was probably, mm. I would guess, the scariest one on the list that we were going off of. Yeah. Um, But... I don't know. That's a tough one. What do you think? I think it's none of them are particularly scary. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. I'm trying to remember all the things that we watched. Um, maybe like Hellraiser. Hellraiser. I. Yeah, there's a specific kind of scary that Hellraiser definitely taps into that is closer to gross than yes. creepy. Um, yeah, a little window into what you missed, Sam. You missed the like BDSM demons mm. that like rip people apart uh, in an ultimate exploration of pain and pleasure. You would have loved it. I think Hellraiser would have been your jam. It was very wet. Was, from what you're <laughs> describing, I really think I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the gross out stuff is uh, not my scene. Yeah. Uh, it's an acquired taste. Yeah, I think probably Hellraiser was this quote-unquote scariest. Silence um, of the Lambs, uh, when I first watched it when I was younger, creeped me out mm-hmm. some. Um, but now I've seen it so many times, I don't, like, I've gone numb. Yeah. But Yeah, and I, I feel like Silence of the Lambs has a different, I wouldn't call it, like, scary, but maybe, like, unnerving. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, we talked about in that episode, uh, psychological horror as opposed to other subgenres of horror. Mm, and yeah. I think it's it's kind of hard to put into words the kind of yeah. scary it is, but it definitely was the kind of thing it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And it was unsettling when I thought about it later. Uh, it wasn't necessarily like I'm sleeping with the lights on scary, mm-hmm. but it it definitely kind of got to me. And I always switch to first person. I don't, because everyone's scared by different things in different ways. So I don't like to talk about how things are scary in like the abstract, just how they affected me. But mm-hmm. that's how I reacted to Silence of the Lambs. Um, yeah. But I didn't, I don't think I've ever found a slasher movie scary. And a lot of what we've watched have been more on the slasher end of things. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. which I, I guess we can all agree to loop it back. Scream 5. Five cream. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Sam, you were bored. Yeah. So definitely not spooked out. No. By this movie. Uh, and we were not like super infested. Yeah. <laughs> so kind we were of like a womp my back womp. hurts. <laughs> yeah. My back yeah. hurts. Can we find a new position for the laptop? Yeah. Um, yeah. Five cream. Not a very spoopy movie. No. Mm-mm. Um. But that does lead me back to Sam. What other? What, you got any more questions, or was that it? Oh, I've got more questions. Okay. Um. So, uh, in this movie, uh, Tara and Sam. Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Mom, uh, is at a conference in London. Yeah. What's the conference? G eight. Oh shit. Yeah, because I've actually thought a lot about this. Uh-huh. Because her kids get fucking attacked. Yes. And they cannot get a hold of her for the like first little bit. And then mm-hmm. I think at some point, Tara says something like, yeah, I heard from mom or something. I told mom where we're going or something. Yeah, like mm-hmm. communication has been established. and their And their mom is like, not on the first plane home across the Atlantic. Right. Right. Um, I think she's like a fucking head of state. But why would she be summit. living it in fucking uh, Woodsbury? Woodsboro. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Cost of living, man. You know? It's, isn't it supposed to be like Southern California? Yeah. Kind of, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, They're pretty I don't big think, about it. I don't think you can apply cost of living. Yeah, it's true. And it's not because there's not like people, like it's not like a particularly rural part of the country. 
Right. Um, it, it's, uh, in fact, it has quite a bit of notoriety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so why is a head of state living in Woodsboro, California? Hmm. Okay, also, hmm. just full disclosure, I thought Woodsboro was in, like, Ohio or something. Um. So it makes more sense it's in California because in this one, Sam goes to Modesto. Mm-hmm. when she runs away but that's way funnier to me because she's like i'm billy loomis's kid i need to get the fuck out of woodsboro and runs away but only makes it as far as modesto <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> whereas i thought she was in like ohio or something yeah yeah and then like made it to california which would she should have been in like vancouver or something like yeah or like santa fe maybe yeah santa fe vegas even Mm -hmm. just to be like well i made it like three counties over yeah Yeah. because having been to santa fe i do feel like it's a town where like you could start over there oh yeah santa fe is 65 percent start overs yeah i was gonna Um, say their motto should be welcome to santa fe enjoy your new life Whatever happened to you before, it's gone now. <laughs> it don't matter now, baby. Um, yeah, Santa Welcome Fe to is... Santa Fe. What family? <laughs> <laughs> Santa Fe seems like it would have the highest percentage of Witsec uh, mm-hmm. people in the country. And I don't know yes. why. I just feel like it would it have... It has that vibe. Every single person on your block is like a former mobster that has been mm-hmm. relocated. Um, yes. Like the 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 ratio of people with uh, secret families in Santa Fe is so astronomically high yeah. relative to the rest of the country. Yeah. I love your idea for the slogan. I wish we could pitch it to Santa Fe. <laughs> And get him to remake yeah. all the signs because it actually <laughs> sounds like if you don't think about it, mm-hmm. uh, like "Welcome to Your New Life" sounds really pleasant <laughs> on the face it of it. Is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you think about it as you're driving through town, and you go, well, "Hold on a second, wait a second. Because <laughs> the other is it's it's pretty perfect as far as like a place to really start over because. The, the airport that they have in town is a municipal airport that is served by two major airlines that only fly in into Santa Fe from two airports. Yeah. So it's contact limited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't move to fucking Albuquerque. There's yeah. a, there's a real airport there. But this one, the Santa Fe airport. The one where I stood out by myself on the side of the street under a lone street light uh, at 9.30 at night waiting an hour for, for a lift to pick me up and take me to the to the hotel. I could have started over. Yeah, you could have thrown it all away mm-hmm. and just started from your boots up. Completely yeah. a new man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Santa Fe. What family? <laughs> Not Modesto, I guess, is what no. we're saying here. Yeah, not Modesto. Yeah. So, yeah, why why would um, a head of state be in Woodsboro? Hmm. What if... What if, after the events of the previous four movies... Yeah. The United States government established a Department of Ghostface uh, 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 issues. Yeah. Yeah, Ghostface security. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. My brain has become pudding, let me Mm -hmm. tell you. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'd believe it. So, yeah, uh, Department of Ghostface security, DGS, um, and... Because Woodsboro is, you know, ground zero. Yeah. That's where you put the Secretary of Ghostface Security. Yeah. Well, I think DGS starts after the sixth movie, though, because I think it's started by Kirby. And because she shows up as a fed Mm. ahead of us. And uh, 
none of the feds want care about this case and she's like going rogue so i think Mm. she's gonna start that department and it's good that she'll have the support of some head of state already right yeah yeah Um, but i don't think it's been started yet at this point yeah so Or, or what if woodsboro is a is a micro state oh they don't I don't think they ever say like Woodsboro, comma, California. Yeah, it's, it's Woodsboro. It's just Woodsboro. The independent nation state. <laughs> yeah. What if Woodsboro, uh a let's just say a suburb of Sacramento, mm-hmm. um has split off and formed their own independent micronation. Yeah. The Democratic People's Republic of Woodsboro. Of Woodsboro. I adore this idea uh and, and also and yet and yet they're important enough that they're invited to the g8 yes i think the only the micronation only, yes they're the yeah. only micronation that has been successful enough to mm-hmm. make it work yeah uh, but the only issue that my uh, woodsboro the democratic people's republic of woodsboro has is mm-hmm. this fucking ghost face issue it's a real fucking problem it's a real problem because, okay, so we saw Ghostface or the independent, uh, excuse me, the De- Democratic People's Republic of Woodsboro. Sorry, it, it is now the Independent Democratic People's Republic <laughs> of Woodsboro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it did exist in the 90s, at least. Yeah. I oh, it's been it's, around for a minute. I think it's been around since like the 50s or 60s. Um, I yeah. would imagine. Like, oh yeah, I mean, back in the day when it the, was the Union of Soviet Socialist Woodsboros, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, look, did it ruffle some feathers? Of course it did. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a name that's going to turn some heads. Yeah, uh, but then did they, they did they produce amazing popcorn. Yes, they did. Of course. Uh, how could you not? How could you not? It's the home of Jiffy Pop and Cold Sigfa. <laughs> <laughs> it would um, explain a lot about the FA that this is an independent de- Democratic People's Republic of Woodsboro thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they make cold sink FA. Yeah. It's yeah. their national dish. Yeah. You know, cultural differences mm-hmm. between yeah. countries. Um, uh, who are we to say how they should prepare their FA? Yeah. What right do I have to tell the independent Democratic People's Republic of Woodsboro? Mm hmm. How Formerly make, the Union of Soviet Socialist Woodsboro's. Right. How to make this delicious Vietnamese food. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, it's led by the Grand Prince of the Inter- uh, <laughs> Independent Democratic People's Republic of Woodsboro. Yeah. I love this answer. And that would, I think it is legit. I, th- I spent so long thinking about this. Okay, there's two options. Mm-hmm. Either mom is the worst parent in history, because mm-hmm. uh, they're from Woodsboro, and I mean, she mm-hmm. she was in love with Billy Loomis, right? Like, not just had an affair, but right. like was in love with. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we we saw high school age Billy Loomis. Like, yes, yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah, not a winner. Yeah, not a, just the old peer pressure Billy Loomis. Mm-hmm. Um, old but, get over your dead mom Billy Loomis. Yeah, get over your dead mom so we can bone. Um, so she's like intimately aware of Ghostface. Mm-hmm. So when her she gets the call, she's in London at the G8 summit. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say, hey, Ghostface attacked not one but two of your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes, huh, all right, thanks. Uh, either she's the worst parent on the planet or she's neck deep in uh, environmental credit negotiations. I mean, maybe it's a George W. Bush on 9-11 situation where she's reading a picture book to a class of children. <laughs> and an aide comes in and says, uh, uh, Grand Princess, uh, your uh, daughter... Uh, your younger daughter has been stabbed multiple times by Ghostface um, and is currently in the hospital and it's a little dicey. Um, And she pauses for a moment 
kind of tilts her head and then goes right back reading to see is reading C spot run. Yeah. So, yeah, it yeah. could be that. You're positing that it took a second daughter has been stabbed. Um I th- I think so. it's a long storybook, let me tell you. <laughs> she she had a lot of elementary school visits. Yeah. In London. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um Well shit, man. We're sort of up against this one. Do you have any other thoughts on uh, this movie? Yeah, I got, I got one. Do you, th- do you think he's hard for the guy who does the ghost face voice to like make reservations and shit? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think he gets priority from any fans that recognize his voice and otherwise are probably just like, I'm a little bit on edge when I hear that voice. I'm gonna mm-hmm. listen more carefully. I think. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. I also want to just um, let's imagine a world in which uh, he calls, like, to cancel his Comcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, yeah, "Okay, but you know, it's gonna take a little while to deal with this." And, and it's just him, like, "I need you to cancel my Comcast." <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Do it right now. But I I would like for him to do what I tried unsuccessfully to do a few years ago, which is where you fake cancel Comcast so because you're angling for a better deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's like, I'm going to cancel my Comcast. And they're like, why? And he's like, because the rate is too high. And they're like, oh, that's a real shame. <laughs> he's like, oh, you're not going to offer me anything. <laughs> you sure? I didn't I didn't have anything lined up. You're the only provider in my area. Fuck. <laughs> You're the only ISP I've got. Damn it. I've painted myself into a corner. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So that's what I'd like to see. Um, well, uh, folks, thanks, uh, Jackie, thank you for, for doing the horror hut, uh, while I was, uh, taking care of my, my infant son. Um, and let's see next time, cause I, as always, didn't prepare, uh, next time, uh, what we'll be watching, uh, Luke, in, in our triumphant return to, um, Hanksy Panksy. Uh, we will be watching 2016's The Whole Truth. Oh, man. It's probably another fucking cop movie. Yeah, what do you... Uh, have you seen it? I have not seen it. Mm. What do you think it's about? Um, I think it's about Keanu Reeves trying to get to the bottom of what's in Nathan's hot dogs. Mm. You know... Um, okay sort of like a super size me but all about nathan's hot dogs oh, and turns out okay. there's like this big meat conspiracy yeah uh, hiding what's actually in these bad boys i like it i like it yeah what do you, what do you think the whole truth is about i think uh it is a period piece in which uh keanu reeves plays uh the guy who insisted that when you're swearing people in and in court, uh, before the, they would say, you know, do you swear to tell the truth and yeah. nothing but the truth? So help you, so help you, God. And Keanu plays uh, Reginald Tr- Truthford, Bottom. <laughs> mm-hmm. and he says, no, 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 that's not good enough. You need to include the whole truth mm. in there. I gotcha. Uh, and it is his, uh, I, I feel like we could say crusade to yeah. get that that included. Amazing. Hopefully that's a short one. I feel like that would be a short one. Yeah, it's it's really him. Like he walks into a conference room and he's like, we really should just have like the whole truth, like the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Yeah. And they go, oh, that sounds pretty good. And he goes, okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. See you at it's lunch. Either, either it'll be like a 15 minute youtube video or it's mm-hmm. going to be like a three-hour oppenheimer style movie yeah yeah i think i it's probably that one 
Yeah, it's probably the three hour. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I guess we'll find out next week what that one's yeah. all about. Well, folks, until then, uh, you can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can find us on Blue Sky at Hanksy Panksy. I haven't posted on there in a while. Um, we, we're on Reddit. Uh, you can send us an email, HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. Uh, I kind of forget. Oh, we got a Patreon, patreon.com slash HanksyPanksy. Um, and uh, you give us enough money over there, and you can be one of Hanks' heroes like Tuck and Daniel. And fellas, I'll feed you during the movie. Hmm. Are you going to feed him cold sink pho? No, I'll, I'll feed him the, the mac and cheese formula. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, Luke, do you have a final quote? Oh, my God. Shit. Uh, it is um, everyone's a suspect. There you go. Yeah. Well, folks, Ooh. thanks again. Thanks. Thanks for listening to uh, Hanks Banksy. Thanks for uh, listening to the Horror Hut. Uh, Jackie, thank you again. And uh, how do I end it? How do I end it? Uh, Oh, there there it is. Uh, We'll be back next week with 2016's The Whole Truth.